Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Health Cafe. You guys are going to have to bear with me just a little bit as I am getting back from losing my voice, but also getting back from being super, super sick for a few days. And I definitely sound a little bit congested. So just bear with me. But I have a very exciting episode for you guys today. I have another guest episode. I have my friend Sarah on the pod today, and we are going to be talking all about self-love and self-care and honestly how to just get to know yourself a little bit better. But first, let's jump right into our segments. I'm going to keep these segments pretty short and sweet today because I, as already mentioned, definitely sound a little bit congested. I'm getting back from losing my voice and I know I just sound a little bit ridiculous, which is also why today's episode is a guest episode. I did have a few other episodes scheduled to be filmed and want to go up before this one did, but life kind of just got in the way. I was in and out of being sick and then losing my voice after the Ed Sheeran concert just kind of hit me, but I'm feeling super grateful to be back into a bit of a regular routine, have my voice back. It was a solid week of like really not being able to talk properly, so very thankful to finally be feeling a bit better and finally have that back. But other life updates... I do have future episodes coming speaking on some other life updates, but as I just mentioned, I was at the Ed Sheeran concert recently, and that was so amazing. It was my first time ever seeing him perform live in concert, and I also got to see Khalid again, which was honestly a full circle moment because my first concert ever was to go see Khalid. Alan took me back, I think it was 2017 or 2018, but either way, it was like right after Khalid had dropped his first album and I was obsessed with it. I loved it. And that was my first concert ever. So we were right at the barricade at the Ed Sheeran concert. And so seeing him up close and live was was honestly so amazing because we had seen him and we were kind of at like the mid back of Echo Beach is where he performed in Toronto that many years ago but this was just such a cool moment even to see how much he's grown and how so many people love his music now I remember feeling like nobody really knew who Khalid was when I listened to him so definitely is a I feel like a a little longtime fan here but let's get into some recent go-tos I think because I have been sick these are gonna be some sick related recent go-tos and I love echinacea tea I don't care if I'm sick or not it actually genuinely just tastes really good a good lemon honey and echinacea tea so soothing like perfect for the evening I'm obsessed I love it and my next recent go-to is I feel like is not really a recent go-to because I just do this genuinely all the time but ginger in my smoothies ginger is such an immunity booster and honestly I love the little spicy kick that it gives a smoothie so adding a little bit extra ginger to my smoothies these days has definitely been a recent go-to But without further ado, let's hop right into this episode with Sarah. I am so excited for you guys to listen in and hear us chat all about self-love and self-care. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right. So today I have on with me Sarah O'Neill. Sarah, how are you doing? I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm good. I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. So first things first, give me your little elevator pitch about yourself. Tell me what you do, who you are, and just kind of give our guests the rundown on you. Okay. Oh my gosh. This part always makes me a little nervous because I'm like, what do I say? 
but my name's Sarah O'Neill. All of my socials are at sarah.oneill. I am 22 years old and I post mainly wellness, lifestyle, and self-care content across all my platforms. I started doing content creation full-time about two years ago, around when COVID started. So I think it's actually coming up on three years now, which is super exciting. Um, and yeah, that's a little bit about myself. <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah, this is a big reason why I wanted to have you on today, because I feel like you promote such amazing self-care, wellness, and overall just like well-being content. And I can really relate to that. Oh my gosh, but- I feel the same about your content. Like, I thank love you. watching your stuff. It inspires me so much, like genuinely. Oh, thank you. But of something course. we do here on the Health Cafe with our guests is something called Rapid Fire. So I'm going to ask you just a quick few questions. And just like the first thing that comes to mind, just spitfire your answer at me. Okay, I'm excited. All right. So first one, what is your current favorite product? Ooh, the Merit Beauty Blush. This is like a staple for me for summer. You literally just swipe it on and blend it with your fingers and it's like done in two seconds. Ooh, okay. I love that. I've been using the lip gloss recently and I'm obsessed. It's like the perfect and prettiest tint. Yes, I agree. Okay, next is your best recent read. Oh my gosh, I'm reading Eat, Pray, Love right now and I'm obsessed. I haven't read the book, love the movie. We love a Julia Roberts movie, so I love that. Can you compare it to the movie at all? Is it very similar? Um, The book is way more detailed so far, and I love that. Okay, I might have to add that to my TBR. No, you should. It's so good so far. Okay, definitely will. And the (laughs) last one is, what is one thing that if you were on a desert island, you could not live without? Like one thing you would bring with you? (laughs) Water. Valid, honestly, valid. Not uh, exactly like what I was going for. But I know, like, I'm joking. Yes. I'm joking. <laughs> um, what would I bring with me? Honestly, I think I would bring a book. That's valid. Honestly, I feel like I would probably be similar, like something to kind of keep your brain occupied. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I love that. So that's all the questions in terms of the rapid fire that I have for you. I know we did an elevator pitch, but I really want you to dive a little bit more into your personal journey with self-care and self-love and just how kind of that came about for you. Of course. So I feel like my journey really started around the time that I was 19, turning 20. So I was in this relationship that was kind of toxic, to be honest. So when that relationship ended, I felt like I kind of had a choice. I was like, I can either kind of sit in this and like dwell on it or I can make the choice to just focus on me and better myself over the next couple of months and I feel like that was genuinely like the best decision I could have ever made because I learned so much about myself and what I wanted in life and what I wanted in a partner and relationships in my life just through like focusing on me like I really got to date myself get to know me I don't know it kind of gave me a new perspective on life as well like whenever you're forced to kind of be by yourself and this was also during the time of COVID so I had a lot of time to like self-reflect and like fully feel what I was feeling and like you know explore like what I wanted for me in my life I feel like whenever you're in that position, it like gain a new perspective of appreciation for yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, definitely. No, that's very beautiful. I feel like a lot of people don't get to go through that 
that concept of like self-dating and really like understanding yourself. I know I'm very different in the sense that my, I've been in a relationship for almost eight years now. Oh my gosh, um, that's awesome. But I'm also a very independent person. So as much as I've had my partner with me for almost all of my like life, I've known him since we were kids. Yeah. I've definitely been someone too that like likes to separate and like take myself on like solo dates and really be able to understand yourself a bit more. I feel like without self-dating, you never... You can never really truly understand yourself if you're always with other people. I agree. Yeah. And I also find that with that, you kind of find self-love for yourself. And I think that's so important for self-growth as well, because you can't like hate yourself into somebody that you love or hate yourself into growing into something. Like if you are constantly saying things like, whenever I look like this, I'll be happy. Or whenever I'm like, prettier whatever it is that you're like kind of insecure about and you're like whenever I have this that's when I'll be happy I feel like that's actually gonna stunt your self-growth you have to fully like accept yourself as you are now and date yourself as you are now for that growth to like actually happen if that makes sense no absolutely I feel like really being gentle with yourself and understanding that no matter where you are in your journey like it is a journey and if you're constantly hammering down on yourself you're never going to be able to step forward. So I completely agree with that. Yeah, exactly. It makes such a big difference. So what are your favorite ways to date yourself? Because I know you mentioned that. So what are some of the ways that you like to just spend some time alone and spend some time with yourself? I love this question because I'm such an introvert. Actually, I think I'm an introvert extrovert. So I really love my time alone. But when I'm with other people, I enjoy that as well. But um, my favorite way to spend time by myself is to go on a picnic to my favorite willow tree. I have this willow tree in my town and I'm like obsessed with it. It's so big, so beautiful, so peaceful. There's not like a lot of people around because it's kind of a smaller park. So I'll grab my picnic basket. I'll grab a blanket and my book and like a few snacks And I'll just like really enjoy my time. It's also like right by the water. So I'll typically go before the sunset. And then once I'm done reading, I'll like go watch the sunset to like end off my night. (laughs) That sounds so beautiful. I feel like that's just such a peaceful moment. Like the the picture you just painted. (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh. Bye. That's so funny. It is really beautiful though. Like we should do it together one time. (laughs) Let's let's. I know it's hard sometimes to escape the noise of the city, but by the water I always find it so peaceful like there's a few of the little gardens down near waterfront here and Mm -hmm. it's it can be a nice little escape sometimes yeah of course what does self-love and self-care really mean to you and like what how would you define it for yourself I would define it as just being gentle with myself trying not to be so hard on myself which I feel like those things are a lot easier said than done because I can preach to other people all the time like Um, just be like gentle be kind and patient because growth doesn't happen overnight and self-love definitely doesn't happen overnight I feel like it's just a continuous journey that becomes a lifestyle to be honest so you're gonna have like really good days you're gonna have bad days but I think it's important that on the bad days you kind of let them happen let them pass and don't expect yourself to feel better the next day like don't put pressure on yourself to feel better within the next hour, feel better within the next day, or even like the week, just give yourself the time to truly feel whatever you're feeling and be gentle with yourself. Because I always say to myself, and I try to preach it to 
other people as well. It's like progress over perfection always. Whenever you strive for perfection, I feel like perfection doesn't exist. Like you're just going to be on a never ending journey. So I think just embracing your feelings, embracing the bad days, embracing the good days, and just being kind with yourself in the process is what self-love and self-growth means to me. Absolutely. I really love that. I think especially too, that we're in such an age where it's very easy to say you're taking down time and being kind to yourself, but really understanding those emotions and those feelings. I feel like taking time that when you have those bad days to like sit through and think what you're actually feeling. Cause sometimes I feel like we have bad days and we don't really understand or just don't spend the time enough with ourselves to know why we're feeling what we're feeling. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. And I especially feel with social media, I am so guilty of this. If I'm like having a bad day, like I will just scroll and scroll and scroll and like kind of be like, okay, well, all of these people are like living their lives. They're having such a good time. Like, why am I sad right now? Or why am I insecure right now? But it's like, I feel like you have to disconnect sometimes and just spend that time with yourself. Like I said before, just like taking the time to date yourself or just writing down your feelings, like something that's only yourself with no distractions. And yeah, I feel like that's how you truly feel and like get out whatever you're feeling. Mm, Absolutely. Disconnecting, I think in this world where we're so on our phones and devices all the time, whether it's for work or just personal, like we are so subconsciously feeding our brains like that, not necessarily negative dopamine, but when you are in like a more negative headspace, it's so easy to feed that negative dopamine by just sitting there and scrolling. Exactly. And I feel like that's when it leads to comparison. Like if I'm in a headspace where I'm having a bad day or a bad self-image day or whatever it is, like I try to avoid social media because it's so easy to look at other people's highlight reels and compare it to what you're going through at the moment. But I think it's also important to remember that like you said, sometimes it can be a negative dopamine hit and social media is just a highlight reel. So it's not realistic. It's not, not, it's not realistic all the time. And yeah, I think that's important to remember to just take space whenever you're kind of having those off days to be with yourself. No, absolutely agreed. Like, even if you're not necessarily a creator or in the creator space, like just being a consumer, I feel like really does affect you. And like, you just need to sometimes take a step back. Yeah, exactly. So my next question, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but what do you think are some misconceptions about self-care? Like things that people think self-care should be or are, but things that you feel like they are, but people don't think that they are. If that was a little bit confusing, I can repeat. <laughs> um, I think I think I understand the gist. Um, I think when people think self-care, they think it has to be like this big, like dedicated night of like, like at least I thought this way anyway I thought that it had to be like this big dedicated night where I had to cancel all my plans and just like have this huge like pamper night to myself but I think self-care can be something that you do in little ways every single day I don't think it has to be big or extravagant I think even just like taking the time to make yourself a coffee in the morning I think that's self-care I think journaling is self-care I think like taking the time to do something for you every day is self-care. I think that taking away the pressure for self-care to be something that's like really big and just kind of making it in the small moments 
is what helped me like realize it's a lot easier than I think some may think if that makes sense <laughs> no absolutely I I completely agree that I think a big misconception is that a lot of people are like take the day off do like skincare all day go get your nails done like it has to be like this big thing that you take time away from everything to go and do but mm-hmm. it really is definitely the small moments and I think that's something that at least in my student life I realized I think a lot of students think that they have to like take time completely away from school and like like a full day when they really just don't have the time to do that but it really is the small things every day like going to the gym making time to maybe read like 10 pages of a book and just like setting aside small moments in the day exactly yeah it doesn't have to be like a whole day off or like a whole night off just the little things make like really big differences Exactly. Now I know I mentioned the gym and working out and you are a little bit of a gym girly yourself. So what has your workout routine and like your your self-care in that way been looking like recently? Oh my gosh, girl. I love this question because I feel like I have grown the most through the gym. The gym has played such a huge role in my self-growth journey. And I'm not talking physically, like mentally, I have learned so much about myself and so much about what I want. So I would say I've been through kind of like three phases. I started working out a year ago and I swear every single year I've just like learned something new and like my mindset has changed. So when I first started in like the first year I went to the gym, I was very focused on body image. And since I was fresh out of this breakup, I was like, I want to be the hottest girl I can be. Like, I want to look absolute best. Like I want to slay whatever. And I was so focused on my workouts being body focused that I kind of lost sight of the importance that working out can bring that has nothing to do with the physical. So in the second year that I was working out, I was like, okay, I just want to do this to be healthy. I want to take care of my body. So the second year I was working out, I was very focused on just like my nutrition and um, doing it so that I feel good rather than like look good. And now the third year that I've been working out, which is the most recent year, I feel like I'm so focused on just how working out makes me feel and doing movement that I don't feel pressure to do. So I used to follow a workout routine that I made for myself. But lately, I've just been waking up and whatever movement I feel like doing that day is what I do. So whether that's going to the gym, or it's like just going on a walk outside going on a run outside, whatever I feel like doing, like, I feel like I've just taken away the pressure that I put on myself from working out because I used to feel like it was something that I had to do to like look good. But now it's just more of like, I want to feel good and I want to be like happy when I do it. So whatever makes me happy that day is the movement that I choose to do. Absolutely. I feel like I talk about a lot of doing the movement that your body craves and finding that movement that you are so excited to go out and do. Like I love weightlifting and most days I'll wake up and like crave to go do a lift session, whether it's a lower body, upper body, like that's just genuinely what I love and it makes me so happy to do. And I think a lot of people go to the gym because they feel like they have to and it shouldn't be something that you feel like you have to do. If you love running or biking or yoga, Pilates, like whatever it is, try all the different movements, find what makes you happy. And like your body is like, let's go do this today. And you're excited to go and do that. 
Exactly. Like there isn't only one type of movement and movement doesn't have to look like going to the gym. It can look like just going on a walk every day because it brings you joy. And I think that's so important. Like, like you said, fitness is just about like making you happy and whatever your body craves. I think that's what we should be doing. I think that's so important because it keeps you more consistent when you're doing movement that you love, you're going to crave it more and you're going to be more consistent with moving your body. Absolutely. Like at the end of the day, any type of movement I find is a form of self-love. Like you are taking care and looking after the body that you've been given that looks after you. And it's like, I feel like a way to give back to myself. And like, I know we need to move today. I know it's so good for you. And I know it's so good for me to like get out of this chair. Like we are not meant to be sedentary beings. Yeah. And so like just finding that even little moment in the day that you can get out there and move, I feel like is so important, at least for me. Yeah, that is so beautiful. I love how you worded that. Thank you. So my next question for you is, we talked about this a little bit as well, but some of your favorite ways to learn yourself better and just to build your relationship with yourself. Of course. So when I first started my self-love journey, my self-growth journey, I spent a lot of time, it was also during COVID. So I would spend a lot of time just kind of driving in my car finding like the music that I liked because at this point I didn't even know what kind of music I liked so sometimes it really starts with the little things so for me it was finding my taste in music and then from there it was going on long walks with no distractions like I would leave my phone and I would just walk and honestly sunsets played a huge role for me I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but I would literally like go down to the beach again, like no phone, no distraction and just kind of sit with myself, sit with my thoughts and just enjoy being present. And I feel like another way that I started my self-growth and self-love journey was by journaling and truly feeling whatever I was feeling and allowing myself to feel with no judgment. And I think it's so important to not judge ourselves whenever we are going through a hard time or we're feeling something like it's important to just feel it, write it down, get it out. And that's truly what kickstarted my whole journey was just fully allowing myself to be honest with myself and to get it all out on paper whenever you write something down physically, I feel like it just takes a huge weight off of your shoulders and off of your chest. And you're just able to kind of start with a clean slate. And yeah. No, absolutely. I feel like too, a lot of people that don't journal might not necessarily understand as well of like the benefits of even just like brain dumping. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily have to be like a strict quote-unquote journaling I think when people think of journaling they kind of think of a dear diary like today (laughs) this happened and it's at least for most people that I know that I talk to that journal consistently like it's not what it is at all so what are some of the tips like for first-time journalers that you would suggest Ooh, I like this one I would say just writing down whatever pops up in your head the first thing that pops in your head just write it down it doesn't have to make sense it doesn't have to flow literally just whatever you're thinking get it down on paper and I also think setting a schedule for yourself so if you want to include it in your morning routine 
or your night routine, whatever works better for you. I think scheduling it into your life will make it easier to include until it becomes more natural for yourself. Mm-hmm. So think that uh, setting a timer while you're writing, like even if it's just two minutes and you just write down everything that's on your mind for two minutes can kind of help you get into that um, pattern of like, okay, no one's judging me. It's just me in this paper. And I can fully allow myself to just write down whatever I'm thinking and feeling. Absolutely. The timer is something that I've heard a lot of people say, and I personally have never done, but I feel like it's, it's definitely something I should try out. I think sometimes often I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit and write and like, whatever happens, happens, or I'll typically use prompts and I just fill out the page. Yeah. But sometimes I still have more to say and it's like, okay, need a new page. (laughs) I love that. I also love writing with prompts, like looking up on Pinterest, just whatever prompt you're feeling like self-love prompts or um, I don't know, like morning prompts, stuff like that on Pinterest really helps me as well. Mm, Agreed. So my last question for you today is if there was one thing that the listeners could take away from today's episode, like just one thing, what would you hope that that is? To be kind and patient with yourself, because I feel like we can be so hard on ourselves. So I think it's important to just be kind and remember that it's progress over perfection. Mm, Absolutely. I think that's such a beautiful quote, too. Like, I think in today's world, we so often think that so many people are perfect, but it's remembering that we all have our ups and our downs and no one is ever like this height of perfection. We're all just always on like a, a trajectory. Exactly. And again, with the social media, I feel like a lot more of us feel that people live a better life than we do. When in reality, we all go through struggles and we all have our bad days. So, yeah. Absolutely. And now this is your chance to plug yourself. I know you kind of did a little bit at the beginning, (laughs) but where can our listeners find you? You guys can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. My, um, Username for all of those is Sarah.O'Neill. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking with me today. I loved having you on. Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to finally chat with you. We literally went to high school together and this is our first time like actually talking. I, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so wild, but I'm so happy we got to chat and I really appreciate you having me on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. As usual, if you have any guest requests or topic requests, feel free to send us a DM at The Health Cafe on Instagram or on our website. I always love hearing from you guys and hearing what you want me to talk about or to dive into a little bit deeper. But thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps out the podcast. And you guys will all hear me on the next episode. Bye. Bye.